Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth drafting the circuits? Three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio. Come in. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Folks, brothers and sisters from all around, this is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. Today is June 15th, 2017. It's 8 p.m., so it's time for Oscar Mike Radio. Welcome to episode 48. And I'll start with the question of the week. I'm being asked this one a lot. I'm being asked to give my opinions such as it is about Trump, President Trump calling out NATO. And I'm like, oh boy, um, if you need to go back to civics and history and, and, and grade school, high school and college and read on your own to understand why we have the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, what that means to our allies in the organization, and why it's there and what the purpose is. If, if, you, if you don't do that, then it's a hard question to answer, but you know, a lot of this came about after World War II, during the Cold War, to be able to respond to threats from the Communist Soviet Union. And as I understand it, because I started reading about this, and I can tell you that it would take a series of podcasts to build up to really answer the question in full. You have to really understand the history, who brought it about, how it was implemented, what the expectations were from you know, our allies to us and vice versa, and where it is today and how it affects what is going on over in Europe right now. However, I can say that President Trump does have a point is it seems like the United States has shouldered the majority of the burden in terms of you know human resources and financial resources to keep the treaty afloat. Especially when you read articles from I read one from the Wall Street Journal where it goes into detail about how you know, European countries are woefully uh, inadequate in their defense spending and they're counting on our uh, 
troops and assets to help them shoulder the burden. So while the way President Trump may have articulated this was shocking to some people and blunt to others and inappropriate, he, he does have a valid point. And again, he's not a politician, so he's going to say these things from a business perspective and how he feels fit. So if there's some interest, I may do a series on NATO. I'm, I'm not sure. We'll see what happens as this progresses. But I would encourage you to read some of the links I'm going to include in the blog post about NATO and its history and where we are now and educate yourself. Because again, folks, it's your money being spent to protect people overseas. Okay, so that is the question of the week. And this is a conventional episode, so now we're going to move on to the word. And the word again is in the military is passed down from top to bottom all around. A lot of times you're staying in formation at 1700 waiting to go to chow and lieutenant just won't be quiet. We're going to talk about somebody uh, who's been in the news a lot the last couple of weeks. It goes by the name of Reality Winner. <laughs> yep. Which should give you a tip off. <laughs> she is anything but. And Reality Winner has the uh, distinction of emailing classified documents, or not emailing, but sending classified documents to an organization, and they posted them online, and she was arrested by the feds shortly thereafter. And, you know, you know it's one of those things where some people are like, what's the big deal? You know, Trump's a fascist. Maybe uh, she has a point. Maybe there was a dire need to do that. Maybe she's a maybe she really is a, a winner in her reality. And I'm like, oh, I, I just I'm like, no. You, you know that's that uh, little meme in office space. No, 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 no. No. Do whistleblowers have a purpose? Yes, they do. When there is a true wrong and injustice being done and you don't want to be a part of that anymore and you feel that the, the chain of command above you will not support what you're doing and there's a moral threat there is a threat to lives and there are laws being broken okay but when you take documents and information like Bradley Manning and like now reality winner and give them out to outside agencies you're no longer a conscientious objector a whistleblower or someone who is altruistically 
trying to affect change in someone's life. You are breaking several things to do that. And the first thing is, and it's called a mutual non-disclosure agreement. So when she was employed at the NSA, she probably had to sign several, one if not several, non-disclosure agreements, which means that anything she was working on, she could not disclose. And the consequences were laid out very clearly in those documents. And I say this because her parents are like, well, she's not a bad person. She did this. She you know, loves her country. This is about her country. She really didn't know what was going to happen if she did this. This was a mistake. This was an accident. I can tell you because I had a, you know, top secret clearance in the Marine Corps. And, you know, I work in a job field where there is uh, mutual non-disclosure agreements that, you know, we have to, you know, take care of. That the penalties are lined out pretty clearly. Not only that, you are told in excruciating line item detail what is and is not allowed and what to do if you feel there's a problem. So if she had a problem with the information that she sent out, there was a process for that. And she understood by signing up that there would be severe penalties if she did what she did. I, I've looked at this four different ways. I've heard her parents get on the news and, and you know, no, she's a patriot. She served in the Air Force, and she did. She served in the Air Force. She was a linguist. She spoke Farsi and Arabic, which, you know, that's, that's, those are two important skills to have. Those are not easy languages to learn. She got discharged and then got this job working for the NSA. And because President Trump was elected, she felt like she wanted to protest and call attention to what she thought were illegal activities. And so she printed these documents out. She was in contact with uh, this group called The Intercept and then mailed them to uh, The Intercept and was arrested shortly thereafter. And some people are like, wow, I mean, the feds arrested her. They turned out her home. They interviewed her parents. They're portraying her as this, you know, you know, avatar of evil. And she's an evil person. And she's not really, she's just a, you know, young woman who, you know, did something. She's not a bad person. Okay. Before I get into the person who really thinks she's a brave patriot, consider this. Your son or daughter is in a theater of operations somewhere. And they go out to do their job. And they are killed through any means. Roadside bomb, RPG, uh, munition strike, sniper, artillery striker, mortar strike. I mean, 
a lot of people do not understand how dangerous certain parts of the military's jobs are day to day. Or you have the special forces team inserting into a, 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 a place to do their job and leave. And someone like Reality Winner is upset at the current administration. And even though she signed her life away and has attended classes and training and has been told to the letter what the penalties will be if she violates the terms of her employment, decides to send out classified information to outside entities, and as a result, your father, husband, son, daughter, mother, aunt, sister, is killed as a result of that information getting into the wrong hands. Or we have somebody who is assisting us. They want to be part of an organized resistance and they're helping us to take back their country and their name comes up on a list and people go to their home at 4 o'clock in the morning and they disappear. An entire months of work is gone overnight because they've been compromised, which leads to more fighting, more danger, and more risk to our service members. No, this was not a crisis of conscience. This was not, well, you know, I'm, I just took some documents home to work on them and, you know, the dog ate them or I mailed them to Sears by mistake. No, she had a chip on her shoulder. She thought she had some info that could be used. And I, the info was allegedly about the, the Russian, you know, interfering with the elections. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't care what it is. And you shouldn't either. The fact of the matter is, it was done. It was done in a way that exposed us in our country and people that, that, that defend our country to potential harm. Because what if she'd been doing this for years? What if, she do, what if she had kept doing this? Who knows what else she would have leaked? Okay. So, first and foremost, in my mind, she is not a whistleblower. And she's not a patriot. And, and to tell you, you know, how messed up things are getting in this country and, and why some of us really harp on being an advocate for the Constitution, our country, and our way of life. Anyway, we have Rosie O'Donnell defending this woman as a brave young patriot. And she's tweeted support with hashtags, started a GoFundMe page, gave her a thousand bucks, and said she was being brave, not careless. And the fact of the matter is she mailed classified documents to an online news outlet and got caught. But you see, Rosie doesn't care about your kids. 
your family members, your daughter, brave young woman. What about your daughter that is in the Army, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, Navy, and, you know, she is doing any number of jobs that entail danger? Or not. doesn't matter. Your daughter could be sitting in a, in a, in a you know, admin area somewhere, processing paperwork. Someone knows of a security hole or what's going on and decides to send a, a, a bomb in, in a package blows up and she's killed this woman's brave rosie o'donnell is telling you that this woman is brave and giving her money what about female veterans that have gotten injured in the line of duty suffering from ptsd or have you know other kinds of issues who can't get work housing other support they're not brave they're not brave but this woman is okay I'm telling you, this is why I tell people, and I'm going to say it again, you must be involved. And you cannot sit there and watch one of Rosie O'Donnell's movies or shows on TV or go to one of her comedy. Is she still in comedy anymore? I don't even know. But what I'm trying to say is you cannot support people who think that way. Because she is more into what this woman did and the fact that she might be some kind of patriot. And I'm not saying that men aren't affected by reality winners' actions. They are. Trust me. But I'm just putting this on a, on a female-to-female basis. I have reality winner, and <laughs> I would like to know what her parents were thinking when they called, called her that. I really would. But, but anyway, you, you have her who, you know, gave an online news outlet classified information and you have the hundreds and thousands of women who are serving their country bravely right now and, and, and meeting high standards of expectations and understanding that their job is important to our defense. Rosie doesn't care about those. Rosie O'Donnell does not care about your daughters in harm's way. She's more worried about the fact that this woman is perceived as a as a warrior please wake up we need to wake up and understand our priorities are messed up and while we support our veterans here and we support our military it takes somebody special not in a good way to tweet that this woman is brave and not careless and give her a thousand dollars toward her defense and comfort when you hear about these stories on the news and you're like, no one got hurt, she didn't kill anybody, she didn't hurt anybody, wrong. Wrong. Do not think that way. She could have potentially put lives in harm's way with the information she mailed out if she hadn't gotten caught. She's not a whistleblower. She's not being oppressed. She broke the law. She broke the terms of her employment and she broke trust with her fellow Americans and her fellow service members. Done. So I will have links in uh, the blog site and some great articles about this. I would encourage you to read them and I'll be following this throughout uh, the case's history before this goes to trial and we'll see what happens. So that is the word of the week.
Okay, moving on. Moving on to the complaint department. Pogue and Grunt, back this week. They've been happy for a while, so, or unhappy rather. Pogue and Grunt are back this week. They've been unhappy for a while, and they're happy again, so here we go. Grunt is a big-time New England Patriots fan. He's a born-bred Boston boy, and he wonders why Bill Belichick has not been nominated for an Oscar already. He feels that uh, there's probably at least two to five Oscars that Bill Belichick could win for his narration work on D-Day over Normandy with Tim Gray and the World War II Foundation. Why aren't the nominations coming in? Uh, if you got an answer for him about that, I'd appreciate some help. I just shook my head and I, 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 I don't know. I can't deal. Uh, Pogue's complaint was the opposite. He, he's just wondering why of all the people that, you know, they could have picked to do this, they had to pick Bill Belichick. Wasn't there somebody else in the NFL that could do this who wasn't monotone? And he's not happy about that. I, again, if you can help me out with that, I'd appreciate it. You can uh, check out the website, leave a comment, or get on the Facebook page. I don't know. It's just... Um, this is what I deal with from these two, and all I know at this point is they are happy this week. So that's the complaint department weighing in. My unit shout-out goes out to U.S. Special Forces who are working with the Philippines Armed Forces to fight ISIS militants in the city of Marawai. And there's several articles about this. Not really on the evening news, is it, right? You really had to dig to find this one. But long story short, there are um, Muslim Islamic extremists in the Philippines who have put a city under siege. They've taken hostages. They've destroyed houses, uh, other infrastructure, and they are dug in. And so the Philippine government reached out to the U.S. government and we are assisting them in taking care of this. And I talked about this a little bit in episode 47 last week. If you want to know why I am for fighting these kinds of, uh, of battles on visitors or enemy soil versus American soil, all you have to do is read a story like this, dig a little bit, and understand that there's going to be major trauma suffered to the infrastructure and major collateral damage suffered to the infrastructure, the, the human population there, the other people who are trying to live their lives because of the foothold that was allowed to grow from people of, of, of a terrorism persuasion, ilk, whatever you want to call it, setting up shop and being able to launch a base of operations or launch operations from their home base. So could this happen in America? I don't know, but the fact of the matter is it's happened in the Philippines. Uh, they have a large Muslim uh, Islamic base there, and it was the first time this happened, and it really impacted you know, how they're going to, you know, take care of this because 
what they're trying to do is minimize damage to property and human life, people who are living there peacefully. But it's hard to do when you have an enemy who is unconventional and dedicated to ending lives. And that's, that's what they're doing. So kudos to our guys going in there and helping the Philippines take care of this. The upcoming events for uh, this week that I want to talk about, Justice for Huey, I talked about them earlier uh, in May, and with them, I'm going to have them back on. They are having a rally June 27th at Harnett County Courthouse in Lillington, North Carolina. Fox and Mike Radio, over and out. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Turns to one actual, I have you five by five. Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio, veteran in action, on the move, on mission, always. Oh.